Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Pill the Post Podcast. I'm your host, Sonny. I am Keisha. And we are here to talk about NXT and AEW. Tonight's two shows are very good. You know, I watched two shows, so, you know, what can I say? At the end of this podcast, I'll let y'all know which one was better tonight. I watched... All of AEW except for the last match because I switched over. I wanted to see the finals of the Dusty Classic. It was good. Really Really great. Really, really great. I expected nothing more from those four dudes. I knew they were going to give us top-notch top-notch wrestling and they did. They did. They definitely showed out. You know, Grizzle Young Vest, they they have a great tag team. James, uh, James Drake and um, Gibson, I think. Yeah, James Drake, Zach Gibson. I think yeah, Zach it, Gibson won the second UK tournament, and James Drake was in the first one. Yeah, he didn't win, but he was in the first one. He was in the first one, though. But I didn't know. I didn't know um, Big Swole was Cedric Alexander's wife. Yep, they have a kid together. It's she a big, was. I think she Different. was in the first NYC. It might have been the second one. It was one of the two, but she was in there because she had like a mohawk. I didn't really, I didn't really know who she was until you said something about it. But yeah. now that I know, <laughs> now that I know who she is, that yeah. is Cedric Alexander's wife, and she was also in the military. So that's one that you don't want to run up on. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> She probably she looked like she cool as hell though, and I like Big Swole. I dig Big Swole. Big Swole, where she get that from? I wonder. Uh, you see her arms, bro? <laughs> yeah, I know her arms big, but but well, wow, Big Swole. I mean, just that's interesting. Maybe it sounded good in her head. I don't know, friend. I'm just going with it. <laughs> Me too. I'm just going with it. But uh, we can talk about AEW first, and then we get to NXT. But other than that, um, the first tag team, the tag team match was pretty good. Uh, I really don't, I'm really not a fan of Butch and the um, and Blade. I'm not really a fan for real, but I mean, they were kind of cringe to me. Oh, they're all right. I mean, eh, I don't, I don't know. I'm indifferent about them. I don't like them, but I don't dislike them. They're all right. I think they were. I think they came from TNA or Impact or whatever motherfuckers is calling them these days. But I believe that's where they come from. The blade, the blade is Braxton Sutter or some shit like that. Yeah, he's Allie's husband. Yeah, and I think the butcher also was on TNA. I'm not sure. I don't really know a lot of history on them. But I do believe that that's who they are. I do know that Braxton Sutter, he was in TNA at one point. So, I don't know. They're okay. They're all right. It's okay. But um, I want to talk about also, I want to talk about um, the the first segment of, well, the promo from John Moxley. You know, I love John Moxley. I love how he got the crowd, you know, over. He's over with the crowd like a motherfucker. So, 
On top know, of that, they I'm run real- his hometown tonight too. So exactly. So I mean, that makes sense for him to, you know, be in that position. You know, getting that momentum heading into Rev- uh, the, I think it's Revolution or something like that. Yeah. Heading there facing John Moxley, you know. So I, I've, you know, he. I think he's gonna win them. I think he's gonna win the title. Honestly. Oh yeah, he probably is. Sorry for my bird in the background. He wants. He wants to be talkative. So ignore that. <laughs> yeah, Bruce is behind me asleep. So. Yeah, he he doesn't know when to shut up. My bird is very talkative. So, sorry for that in the background. So. I can hear him squeaking in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's him. He wants to be a part of the podcast too. But yeah. anyway, Bruce could care less. But anyway, let's move on. So we had uh, MJF go to some type of. Um, Butchers Went to a butcher shop and he paid um hey, Allie, well the bunny, whatever you want to call it, Allie the bunny, whatever, paid her enough money to you know take care of the buck, whatever was like had the young bucks uh name on the envelope. That and obviously didn't work. <laughs> well, obviously, as you can say that seeing the uh seeing the match. Yeah, that didn't guess, work. Yeah, that didn't work at all. That was a fail, ultimate fail. <laughs> anyway. Oh, MJF wins, <laughs> which I usually forget that they do a split screen during a commercial. Which I don't know why they keep doing that. But... Uh, I guess they don't want you to miss the action. And in a way, I'm kind of glad that they don't do that because if they didn't do that, I wouldn't have missed that piece of gold that MJF delivered to us. So. He was going through the crowd, well, going by the crowd, ignoring people, and he ripped up someone's $20 bill that they wanted him to sign. He threw it in their face. And then he took someone's MJF um, scarf, and he, like, wiped his asshole and his dick with it and threw it back on him. And I was like, bruh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, how nobody has slapped the shit out of you yet? I don't know. But that guy is, he's fucking great. I don't care what nobody say. He's like one of the best. He's one of the best heels we got right now. Well, AEW, As far as pro wrestling in general, he's definitely one of the ones that's up there right now. Because I mean, to be honest, who's a bigger heel than him right now? I can't think of any. And that's not just being biased to AEW because that's not how I roll, but I really can't think of that many heels off the top of my head that gets the reaction, the legit heel reaction that he does. Not including Baron Corbin because people don't boo him because he's the heel. They boo him because they want him to get the fuck off their TV. So I'm not even going to put him in that category. And at one point, Tommaso Ciampa was the most overheal. Now I can't really I can't really say for MJF, but Tommaso Ciampa, I can tell you right now, was one of those guys that was one of the best heels that WWE developed. Yeah, at that point he was. Maybe not right now. 
but I really can't. And I actually sat here and thought about this. Now, well, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I like Sammy Callahan. I, I, I do like Sammy Callahan. I mean, they 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 did terrible with him in WWE. Well, they do a lot of people fucked up in the WWE, so that doesn't necessarily surprise me. What was he, Solomon something? I don't know. Solomon Crow or something like that? Yeah, Solomon Crow, what the fuck? Again, and I've talked about this before. Who is coming up with these names? I... Y'all got to do better than that. I mean, who was saying this stuff? You know, we're going to name you, son. going to name you Solomon Crow. Then we're going to name you Dolph Ziggler. I still want to know who came up with that. I want to know who Dunn. came up with that. <laughs> Kevin That's, Dunn, a domestic man? That sounds like a Kevin Dunn or a, a John Laurinaitis name. Yeah, yeah, man, we're going to name you. We're going to name you Dolph Ziggler. Here's John Laurinaitis. <clears throat> We're gonna name you Dolph Ziggler. That actually kind of sounded like him. Ha! Damn. Wow. I hated him. The people power shit. Hate. I used to hate John Laurinaitis. I used to hate this man. Anybody out there that watched John Laurinaitis, people power was horrible. Okay. Remember People when he, I think that was at a WrestleMania where he was in the Colonel Sanders suit? Yes, I remember that. Like, <laughs> dude, like, bruh, come on. It's just, just bruh. That's literally all the fuck you could say was bruh. You, what you got on, what? friend? I don't, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, what, what possessed you to put this Colonel Sanders suit? So who come told on. you? Who told you that suit was fire, man? Who, who told you that's what you should have stepped out in at WrestleMania? Even though I didn't like John Cena, I don't like John Cena like that. For all the people out there that like John Cena, I am a John Cena hater. I'm sorry. But I used to like John Cena a long time ago. Like, long time ago. Long time ago. But that time, I was cheering for Cena because John Laurinaitis, I used to can't stand John Laurinaitis. So, when Cena got rid of his ass, I was happy. Nobody liked John Laurinaitis. I don't think John Laurinaitis likes John Laurinaitis. CM Punk used to drive this man every chance he got. <laughs> every chance. Oh, Punk is trolled shit out of him. Probably still does. Man, and I didn't know he was with um, Nikki Bella's mom or something like that. Yeah, he married their mom for whatever reason, but okay. But I didn't know that was shocking to me. But um, back to AEW. Um, We had a match against, um, we had a match. I think it was Nyla Rose versus, yeah, Big Swole. Yeah, that actually should have been a squash match. It could have been, it should have been a squash match. It should have been. I understand AEW wants to let everyone get their moves in and showcase everyone, and that's fine, but there are just some things that should be like, boom, get it over with. Nyla Rose would be squashing people. 
exercise. That's how she should be. That should make her into a beast, like, you know, make her into a beast, have her beat every woman on the roster, get the championship. Then Which she I should be champion, and I be. like Riho. Don't get me wrong, but she shouldn't have been champion. Not the first one. Not the first one. But she is, and that's fine. And thing is, is that Riho, other than Emi Sakura, she has the most experience that a lot of people don't realize that. But she does. And um, and I'll say the same thing about Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida is fucking awesome. She is great. I think when she had a chance to beat Riho, she should have beat her. So. Yeah. And then Britt Brit, Brit Baker with a heel turn. I walked out the room on Britt Baker and here's why. I didn't really pay attention to her. Like I did as a wrestler, she's all right. But when she touches a microphone, no, I'm just not. I just can't. I'm just not invested. I'm not invested in her. Like, I'm really not. I would it's rather hear. Like, I would rather see David Arquette cut a promo than her. It's almost like she shouldn't be heel. She just doesn't. She- She's not good at being heel. It's like you can't take her seriously. I can't yeah. take her. Seriously. I just can't get with it. I just can't get with it, friend. I just can't. I can't get with it either. And then last week when they were on the ship, uh, you're a shitty barista. It's like, why is she talking like that? Why are you talking in slow motion, bitch? I can hear you. I can understand you, but what the fuck? Yeah, shitty barista, and no one cares what you have to say. It was dragging on, and I was like, oh my god. It was so bad, they went to commercial in the middle of her fucking promo. Wow. And they actually, and JR said, well, we, we're, we're gonna go to commercial. And I was like, they don't even know what the fuck to do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's bad when JR has to go to commercial. I was like, we have reached an all-time low. When JR says, we don't know what the fuck to do, we get ready to go to commercial. He was lost. I was lost. I actually seen it on Facebook. I was like, it's bad. Man, why don't y'all put this lady out there to embarrass herself like this? I'm sorry, but I don't understand why y'all put people out there that cannot promo. Well, I understand what they're trying to do, but here's the thing. And my friend Patrick Bynum brought this up a little while ago. Shout out to Patrick. Also one of the smartest people I know when it comes to pro wrestling. I actually learned a lot about this guy. He's actually the one that got me into New Japan when he mentioned Shinsuke Nakamura. He talked so highly of him. And but he's the one that told me that that's where AJ Styles had went after he left TNA. And I'm a huge AJ Styles fan. So Same here. He told me all about New Japan. He mentioned people like Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, God, he mentioned so many people. Tanahashi, 
Okada, and I was like, I gotta check this shit out. And he was absolutely right. New Japan is the greatest. But anyway, Patrick said, I personally don't think they should have a women's division right now. And I said, well, that's interesting. Why do you say that? And he said, because they really don't have anyone that's any good. They got, he said, they have Hikaru Shida and Emi Sakura and Awesome Kong. Other than that, who do they have? And I was like, mm-hmm, you got a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's not one of those things where I hate to admit it because I've actually said that before. I actually said that they should have waited a little bit or they should have put it out there for, they should have put like certain people out there. But it's almost like they have a roster full of people who are green. Britt Baker is green still. She's pretty decent, but she's still pretty green. Mm-hmm. And you have Chris Statlander, which goddamn, it's hard to watch her. I'm sorry. Probably a nice kid. I just can't. It's hard to watch her. Hikaru Shida is great. Rio is good. I understand how people might not like that. Um, I would still green, but if that was me, that's why I would have put the title. If that was me, I can hear my I mean, But <clears throat> we, um, but I was watching that match and I was like, you know, it wasn't really. Throwing in shots like they should. I watched that. They weren't throwing in shots like they should have been throwing in shots. They was missing little shots. And I was watching. I was, like, watching a little everything that was going on. They was missing little shots here and there. Nala got confused. Like, he got confused. Big Swole, like, she got confused as well. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to watch this shit again. I'm not going to watch this shit. I mean, the match wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, bad, but it was okay. It was, right. mm. Okay. All right. Whatever y'all trying to do, y'all I, trying to build more roles or what's trying to what's going on? It's like what Patrick said. He said they should have waited until they had an absolutely stacked roster of women before they right. just presented a women's division. He said, because right now I hate to say it, but it sucks. And I was like. He's kind of right. He's right. I he actually is. I hate to say that, but he he's right. And but I'll give him, I'll give him a little slack because they literally just started. Yeah, they and started like last year. Then yeah, they started like in well, technically, AEW became a thing like maybe March of last year. Whenever they done their first promo. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Somewhere around the summertime. When they did their like their first pay-per-view or whatever. Yeah. So they, they've been around for a while, but that's why I'll give them a credit. They they just started. They got a little leeway to fuck up, so I'll give them a pass, but you got people, which I've heard people say that he's a lot of dumbass wrestling fans. Complained about the women's division. 
that AEW has. And I was like, well, y'all are the same ones that if they didn't have a women's division, you'd be mad then. So what does it matter? You're going to be mad anyway. Right. But they, they got time. They hadn't even been here a whole year yet. And I think for a company who's going to be, what, since October? October, I think it's been. I think they're doing pretty damn good from how long they've been on there. So I guess that's just me being patient, and I know not everyone is that way. But. True. But um want to move on to the next thing. I think it was um, Private Party versus Unico. Uh, I did not offense at Unico. Jack Evans, I think that's his name. Oh, that was Private Party that they faced. Uh, mm-hmm. H2, H2 Hybrid yeah. 2 with Angelico, which I love Angelico. Angelico and um, Jack Evans. Which the Angelico and Jack Evans are really underrated. Really underrated. Actually, it was, I, actually I used to watch Lucha Underground. That's when, how I first learned of Angelico when he used to be in a, a trio stack. He's He's good. If anybody could go to WWE and NXT, it'll be him. Yeah, I can see that. I like the way he dances on his way to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is something. That dude has a lot of charisma. Dude's talented. Just like Jack Evans, he's talented. I, I watched him in uh, uh, Lucha Underground as well. So That music kills me, too. It did in a way on t- Helico just come down to the ring like, yeah. Yeah. you like, hey. Hey. <laughs> but it, overall, overall, it was a good match. Uh, good tag team chemistry. Good back and forth tags. Um, you know, private party. I love private party. It reminds me of street profits a lot. I like private party too. Speaking of tag team match, Hangman Page, <laughs> my dude. This dude. <laughs> yeah. I seen him this dude come down to the ring with a beer in his hand. He give it to, I think it was Nick Jackson or Mick, uh, uh, Nick Jackson. I think. It was Matt Jackson. He said, hey, Jackson. hold my beer. <clears throat> He's like, hold my beer. He flipped over that rope. Wham! Did that Larry he do over the rope? Took yeah, hit, um, who was that he hit with? It It was Butcher, wasn't it? One of them bald head motherfuckers. I don't know which one it was. I just know I saw him hit that, but yeah, it was Butcher because he because that dude was big, so it was Butcher. But uh, he clotheslined the shit out of him. Oh yeah, that Larry or something. That Larry is something vicious. Like you and thought JBL vicious. JBL got one of the vicious, one of the most vicious clotheslines, except except for Stan Hansen. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, you gotta remember about him too. Hangman's Lariat is on this, probably on the same level as Trent Seven's Seven Star Lariat. I, I like his, I like his Lariat. I like um, JBL's Lariat. I, I like um, Hangman Page's Lariat too. So it, it, it's a powerful. And then uh, now he 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 got out of like nothing happened too. Like what? Well, yeah. Took his beer. <laughs> Took his beer and left right on up out of there, and everybody in the ring looking like, "What the fuck?" King Omega, King Omega in that pink pink shirt and uh, white pants. Those were called. <laughs> 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 
sir. Those khakis. He was professional. He looks like he, he looked like he was about to hit the golf course, but hey, that's okay. Look like he was going to a a, a graduation. <laughs> looks like he's about to hit a golf course, get a couple of holes. That's he was like, oh, he was like, Cam Akers over there, like, oh, okay. He was like, all right, well. Well. <laughs> and it was another segment where the Young Bucks were in the back and they were talking to this interviewer. Kenny came up and he was like, just got, we're going to have an eight-man tag match with you guys next week against the Butcher and the Blade against the tag team where they're choosing and Hangman a.k.a. Penny Murphy 9000 came out oh, there with his belt and was like, here are some nameplates. He gave the Young Bucks each a nameplate for the title, for the tag team title. It was like, here, you can have this in case you ever get the belt. And I was like, dude. And he had another beer. I'm like, I'm starting to think this is what any man does on the weekend. Just get his beer. Relax. But that was funny. I was like, he petty as shit for that. And then he walked off like a G and Kenny was just standing there like Bro. He's like, well, he said that was kind of rude, but (laughs) but but for me, I think uh Hangman gonna turn. Oh yeah. you know, it's it's slowly building up to him turning. Oh yeah, the breakdown of the lead is coming real. Because notice every time, every time they celebrate, what what Hangman do? Go right out the ring. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Because ever since that loss, ever since that loss two weeks ago, remember that that loss they took. Yeah. It's almost he, like he's not feeling it, but he's he not feeling, feeling that it. shit. He's like, I'm not feeling it, but I want, I, I want a tag team title, so I'm gonna make Kenny feel good until I turn on him. And it's one of those things where it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. A win. It's it can happen at Revolution. Yeah, it can happen at Revolution, or it can happen at the next Dynamite. It could. I'm thinking that it's probably gonna happen in the midst of a tag team match. And I'm thinking, and then he's gonna jump off the rope. Yeah, I'm thinking that the young bucks is gonna be who it's against, and he just gonna leave Kenny hanging. So what if? So what if the Bucks turn on Kenny and side with Hangman? That's very possible, but I don't think they're going to do that because the elite has always been Omega. And the Bucks, and then eventually everybody else came into it. But I don't see them severing those ties. And I say that because people love the elite. Hell, they have their YouTube channel called Being the Elite. And you can't have Being the Elite without the elite. So I don't see that happening. But Hangman, he he definitely going to be by himself for a while. And that's okay. Because I think Hangman should be by himself. He's not the type of guy that you really see running around with the group. Unless it was the Bullet Club, which is still my favorite staple ever. But, yeah. 
I like I like uh five how you say his name? Fail Fale Oh, bad luck Fale. Yeah, Fale. That dude is that dude general, I wouldn't general. even I, yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. I don't know. I wouldn't mess with that dude. No. <laughs> I forgot what that promo was. It wasn't even a promo, it was like a it was a press was, conference. And he and just standing said, there like he was just sitting there like they asked him a question. And he, he said, fuck him. <laughs> that was it. He said, fuck him. It was hilarious. I like bad luck Fale now. Kind of mad about Wrestle Kingdom. How my whole squad basically took an L besides Kenta. But okay. I'm not salty. Not really. But eh. I think Kenta going to go after that belt, though. Oh, yeah. He is. And he should win because I don't think he's ever been IW. No, he's never been IWGP World Champion. Or, or he should go after the Intercontinental Championship. He'll probably go after both because Naito has both of them. Right. So he's the current reigning, defending Intercontinental and Heavyweight Champion. So, yep. He's doing his thing. I like Naito and I like Tanahashi. I like both of them. I think both of them. I would like to see both of them in a match together. I think they have had a match. They have. Yeah. Tanahashi is. Tanahashi's great. He is New Japan's, which I've heard someone say this before. As far as like being over, like over, over. Someone he is New Japan's John Cena. And I was like, I can understand. I can I can see that, but Tanahashi is great. I like Tanahashi. I mean, he he remind me of um how can I say it? like a young Cena. You know how you know how how I say why I say that is because I think he they're was, the same age actually. I ooh, believe so. both like forty something. Yeah, Tanahashi in his forties. He is not a young cat. No, nah, he's not a young lion no more. Definitely not. You're not a spring chicken. <laughs> nope. But the way he wrestles, you never really know that. But you can tell now because I think he's had so many issues with his knees. That's why he was out last year because his knee had like messed up on him. But you can tell mm-hmm. that's catching up on him, which being a wrestler, eventually that's going to catch up on you anyway. Right. But And I know experience like yeah, Russell's knees are. Yeah, that's the first thing that goes. Especially if you do a lot of high flying moves, which his finisher move is called the high fly, called the high five flow. High five flow. High five flow. Yeah, I like yelling that out when he does that. <laughs> but yeah, that is time Hashi. But um. Okay, we got the what else did we what else did we did to cover by AEW? I didn't see the very last match. I know that it was Pride Pride and Powerful. I seen that. I seen that. I actually seen the, the last match. Um who who I think it was I know Jericho's group was in there. Uh yeah. Yeah, Pride and Powerful. They're a part of the inner circle. I don't know who they were going against though. 
Um, I, I don't know who either, but um, I know it's somebody they're facing. Then uh, they beat up uh, Darby. Oh, that was uh, that was Darby Allen and um, uh, who else? Oh shit, I forgot. But I know Darby Allen was out there, and I think I caught the end of it, where uh, Jericho and um, Santana and Ortiz and Sammy mm-hmm. Guevara and, and Jake Hager uh, attacked attacked him, and uh, I think it was Ortiz that put a, a skateboard his skateboard under his throat and slanted on his throat. Damn, I like Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, they they was good in TNA too. I like the shirt they got a little bit of the 40. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I would rock that. I would too. I definitely would rock that. But you know what other shirt I would rock? The one oh, edge guy. The one edge I, guy. You know what? I saw that and I was like, I really don't want to be buying WWE shirts because I have a hard time supporting them. I really do. Even when it comes to figures, which I love collecting, but it's like, man, that Ed shirt is fly. Yeah, this is new one. Came out um, right after the Rumble. Even that Brosa weight shirt. I was like, man, I'm going to get I got too. Definitely. Because I know I'm planning on going to WrestleMania in April, so um. Yeah, I gotta save up for that. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm. My cousin still wants to go. That actually reminded me to call him. So I think that'd be a good experience for me because I've never been to WrestleMania. So I think it'd be a great experience. Would, this would be my second one, but if I go, I want to go to Takeover. There's no way I'm missing that. Even if I got to get a nosebleed, which fuck, I don't want that because I'm afraid of heights. But you know, yeah, I had a nosebleed at the Royal Rumble, and it, I mean, it was it was amazing. I, I love the atmosphere. It was it was it that's, was really good. That's a goal of mine to get to it's the Rumble. It's to go to the Rumble because that is my favorite event of the Big Four. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I like seeing people get thrown out. Uh, I get it, it's different, you know. It's different when you there. When you actually there, you get to see them count down and come out, and it's it's wow. I was blown away. Like it was my first world Rumble, so I was blown blown away with it. So, and when Edge came out, oh man, I, I damn I had goosebumps. Like literally had goosebumps. Like, I don't normally get the feels when it comes to wrestling, but when Adam Copeland popped out of popped out from the back, I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Okay, so which I had heard about that before. Dave Sir reported this in October that Edge is going to be back in time for the World Rumble, and you know how some people are about Meltzer, which I don't know why people. A lot of people think Melser half of his half of his um, news mostly it, it, it's true, but some of it is not. Like some, some of his stuff, everything he spot on because he gets his information literally from the horse's mouth. A lot of people just don't like what he has to say. If he gives right. a critique, 
on something, they just get mad about it because he doesn't. I mean, it's Melissa, you know, Melissa's gonna say what he wants to say, you know, so he just doesn't give the main roster in WWE props like a lot of people want him to do, and he shouldn't because it's just not good. And then you'll hear people say, Oh, well, he doesn't say anything about WWE. That's bullshit because he talks NXT up all the fucking time. But you would know that if you actually read what the fuck he says. He always has nothing but great things to say about NXT and NXT UK. He doesn't say much about the main roster because what is there to say? But that's another story for a different time. But <laughs> but can we uh let's get to uh NXT because this is a good show and I, I got to go over this. I have to finish. I have to get to that because I didn't see anything but the finals, which I was not going to miss that. So we started off with um, Finn Balor versus Trent Seven, which was a good match. I watched that. Man, when Finn Balor's stumps, man, that dude's pissed tonight. Finn Balor. Finn Balor was stumping the hell out of Trent Seven. That was rude. He I like stopped him like he was like he he was like Johnny Gargano, like he was looking at Johnny Gargano. Because he probably was. Trent Seven went with him. He went with him though. Trent, oh, Seven, yeah. Trent Seven gonna go. He that guy is really, really awesome. He's one of he's part of one of my favorite tag teams, which if a lot of you don't know who Trent Seven is, Trent Seven is a part of a group called British Strong Style, which is which is Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, and of course himself. But he's also a part of a tag team with Tyler Bate called Mustache Mountain. I've been a fan of those guys since the very first UK tournament. Also, they they were the pillar of NXT UK. They were the Founders. Of They're NXT. like the ones who really got it jump started. Like Taliban, Trent Seven. There really uh, wouldn't be a NXT UK if it were not for British Strong Style. Basically. I thought Drew would have went to NXT. Would have uh-huh. went to NXT UK. I thought he would have to, but they want to keep him on the main roster, which I'm okay with that as long as they do him right. And speaking of that, (laughs) uh, Drew McIntyre is going to WrestleMania, and I need to be at that WrestleMania. I need to go to that WrestleMania this year. To be honest, that's the only thing that's fueling me. It's Drew McIntyre at this particular point. That's like the only thing that's making me really want to go. When I'm sitting up here like, do I really want to spend? Because I found a ticket for 70 bucks, which... Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I did too. That's not did. too bad. I could swing that. But I'm just like, I really want to go and sit through seven hours of WrestleMania in the hot-ass Florida sun in April. Just oh it's gonna be hot. People gonna be sweating next to each other. It's gonna be scorching hot. I'm gonna be scorching hot because I'm I'm going. I'm gonna go. 
it's an outdoor stadium. And I tried to tell one of my friends this, which is why I don't talk to certain wrestling fans. But I'm, I'm trying to be nice and help him out because <laughs> I got sick when I went to WrestleMania 29 at the MetLife Stadium, which is New York and New Jersey, which is right next to the New Jersey River. It's an outside, it's an outdoor stadium, ain't got no top on it. Bruh, we got rained on and it was 30 something degrees. I got home to Ark. Mind you, this is in the middle of April. I got home the next day in Arkansas. It was 70 something degrees, t shirt weather. I caught pneumonia. So, with that being said, my friend tells me, oh, I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm like, oh, okay, right on. That's awesome. I'm a cosplay as the fiend. And I said, bro, you're going to be hot. He told me, what you mean? I was like, you're going to have on them tight-ass pants, some boots, <laughs> that jacket. I said, 100-degree weather. Sweat. That- and that mask, you your ass girl to be on fire. You might not want to do that. You might go. You might pass out though. You always trying to tell me what to do. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm trying to help you. But if I'm you want to go out there, but if you want to go out there and be a puddle, be a puddle of sweat, then by all means, be my guest. But when your ass spontaneously combusts, I don't want to hear it. Because I tried to tell you. Tried to warn you. How do you know how Florida is in the the, uh, spring? It's muggy muggy as hell. I've been to Florida in the wintertime. It was still hot. I don't know if I can bear the weather, but I'm going to try. I mean, I want to go. NXT TakeOver is really what's driving me, even though I I don't even though I don't I know what the hell is because I know it's gonna be a good one. Oh yeah, I know. I know that uh, Adam Cole and Tommaso Champion is confirmed for a takeover. Okay. Portland. Oh, Portland, that's gonna be good. Um. Oh, and by the way, let's get to the second match, which was Shashi Blackheart uh, went against. Um, Who did she go against? I'm still not sold on her yet. I don't I really like her, her much in Evolve. I love her. I love her, actually. She's, she's pretty cool. I like her entrance. I like uh, her personality. I like her character. So Maybe it's she her came hair. In, she came out <laughs> a little tank. She came out in a tank tonight. <laughs> she came out a little bit tank. Okay, that sounds kind of cool. I don't know. She's probably one of those people that's going to have to grow on me like Candice LeRae. I wasn't feeling Candice yeah. LeRae for a long time. Still yeah. not. But yeah. Yeah. Eh, I don't okay. know. Yeah, that's how it is with me and Candice LeRae. Yeah. Yeah. She's good, yeah. but moving on. But anyway, moving on. Uh we had a vignette uh that show five twenty five two twenty. What was that? Two twenty. Friend, you don't even remember the name of the show. No, I'm talking about this. No, it was a vignette on NXT. Mm. It didn't show a five, and it showed a 20, and it showed, I think it's February, February 5th, 2020. 
this is Velveteen Dream. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's Velveteen Dream. I don't know. Mm. But it was like a little vignette. It had like a little smoke and mirrors and numbers and stuff and all that. But anyway. Either him or they're introducing a new wrestler, which that's also possible. I'm assuming that it would be him. Probably. But and then we get a backstage segment with the bros weights. Um Matt Riddle and uh P. Dunn. P. Dunn always had his resting face on him. I don't know what it is, but he always like he just pissed off about everything. That's just how he looks, I guess. Which I, I guess that. I told I you that earlier. That's, I guess that's a good face to have because nobody will ever know what you're thinking. That's what that's what Matt Riddle said. The only time I've ever seen Pete Dunn smile, like a genuine smile and not, I don't mean the kind of smile that he does when he whooping your motherfucking ass kind of smile. I mean, like, 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 genuinely, like genuinely happy smile is when he's with his daughter, which kills me. I was like, damn, your dad is the bruiser weight. You ain't getting no kind of dates. It's over. Your day life. Your day. Your day. You gonna get you gonna get a better end for real. Like your dating life is already over before it even starts. Poor girl. But poor poor son. It's like poor baby girl. But that's like the only time I've seen him smile. And he still wasn't showing teeth, but he was smiling. And it's like, man, okay, so he does know how to smile. All right. He was so smiling tonight. Oh yeah, he was happy as hell. Which I was, I was just that. I like the, I like Matt Riddle a little dance he be doing when he comes to the I ring. Like I like shit. that. <laughs> I have caught myself rewinding that a few times just so I can see him come out and be like, "Hey, how you doing? he did that at the Rumble. He did that at the Rumble too. Yeah, dude is great. Just- oh, and then we got a, a promo from Keith Lee. Um. Explaining the explaining his uh his WrestleMania not WrestleMania but his Royal Rumble entrant, um he he put Brock on his ass man he put Brock on his ass <laughs> and Brock was like who is this who is this motherfucker he was like Brock you just see Brock face watch his lips well, go back and watch the Royal Rumble and you will see Brock say. To Paul Heyman, who is this motherfucker? He actually, you could actually hear him say it on the audio, but he said, who is this big motherfucker? I was like, damn, he can say that. Then I had to remember who this was. I'm like, it's Brock Lesnar. He'll say what the fuck he wants. Brock Lesnar. He can say whatever he want to say, do whatever he want to do, you know, but he's like, yeah, big boy. He was like, big boy. I was like, wow. Brock Lesnar, when he danced in that rumble. Oh, oh my God. God. When MVP came out, I'm, I was like, I, I was <laughs> when I seen that, I seen that in live. If I, you go see that live, if anybody's seen that live, that was the funniest thing ever. I don't even remember whose music he was dancing to, but I do remember that he was just. I was like, and why does he have rhythm? We really, yeah, Brock got I was like, <laughs> I was like, why, why? And speaking of shirts, which Drew McIntyre the next night on Raw, he was like, yeah, having a little bit of a Claymore party. I'm like, please, God, don't make this a shirt. Do not. He probably will. Do not 
do this. It's going to happen. It's bad enough. We already had the Brock party. Jesus Christ. Which, speaking of that, one my ex, he doesn't watch wrestling, but he says someone was telling him about Brock Lesnar dancing with a boombox, and he said, that didn't happen. I was like, yeah, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't believe you. I said, I'll prove it. He said, I bet you five bucks that didn't happen. Somebody is pulling my chain. I said, okay. Went on good old YouTube, sent him that link. He didn't say nothing for about two hours, but I know he got it because I have the thing. <laughs> I have my messaging app. It shows you when someone has seen your text. So I know he saw it. And he didn't respond for like a whole hour and a half. I was like, uh-huh. You don't want to come up off that five bucks, but you could come up off of it today. I was five bucks richer. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? He said, whose idea was this? I was like, probably Brock's. Probably. Brock probably just went there having fun. That's all. He said, your boy hit that two-step. I got up. He definitely did. He definitely did. He hit a two step, and I was dying. I had to. I had to look at that because dude was having a good old time, boy. He was in there by well, he was in there by himself basically. And then MVP came out, which I was glad to see MVP because I I ain't heard that music in years. I had heard a rumor that he was gonna be there, but I wasn't sure. But it was so good to see MVP. And he had that uh, that Black Panther gear was fire. Yeah, that was fire. I, I, that was fire. I like that. I was like, hell yeah, Wakanda forever in this bitch. That was awesome. But and then and then um, we'll get back to the Rumble in a minute. But um, I want to get to this. Uh, they had a match between Damian Priest and uh, Dominic Dajakovic. Um, Dajakovic won the match. Uh, Damian Priest came out. Well, when Keith Lee was doing his promo, he came out and he was like, "Well, uh, well, you know, in his voice, you know, he, he got a deep voice, but I ain't gonna try to do that." But uh, he said that he wanted a shot at the North American Championship, and uh, Keith Lee was like, "Really, really?" It'd be funny if Keith Lee would have been like, "Nope, <laughs> nope." He definitely said, "Nope." Like, no. You cannot. Nah. Not, not this early. Hell no. Nah. He want to hold on to that. Oh, Every time he faced I'm... Dr. Kobe, he take an L. Every, every, I would love to see a heel Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. Great. I would love to see a heel Keith Lee. He got it. Was he ever heel? That I don't know. I didn't see a lot of his ROH run. He used to be in the tag team. I didn't um, God, what is that guy's name? Shane. Shane Taylor, I think. Shane Taylor. And Keith was actually a little bigger back then, but he lost a little bit of weight. He's still thick now, and that's okay. Don't change yourself. But dude, dude was great. I love Keith. He's great. I really hope he gets a chance. <laughs> I think he's one of those since the McMahons like him, especially Vince, which is good. In his case, I think that if he got to the main roster, they'd shoot him. He would be WWE's champion. Yeah, I think he would. They'd shoot him to the top because they like him. 
And it's the same thing Adam Cole. I wish oh, they man. liked Alistair Black. I really do. <laughs> but I'm not even going to get on that because I'm going to get heated and I don't feel like it. I'll fight with me. Then he actually said on Monday, this time I'm going to go pick a fight. And I'm like, Mm. Well, shit, you was doing that all in NXT. Oh, now they want to let you go pick a fight. Okay. I guess it's better now than never after they had you banging in the closet also, for a year. Also, AJ Styles is injured. He is. Uh, Edge Spirit. Edge Spirit. Him. I was. And then what pissed me off was when they. Cut away from Edge's first spirit of Dolph Ziggler. Man. Yeah. You, yeah, y'all messed up with that one. But I saw it in person, so... I mean, yeah, I saw it in person. For the ones that didn't see it in person, I know y'all were upset. But I was there live, and let me tell y'all, <sighs> Dolph Ziggler got spirit out of his boots. Man. He got. Didn't he eliminate Baron Corbin, or did Baron Corbin eliminate Edge? Who eliminated Edge? I can't remember who. Uh, I think it was. I think it was either Roman. It was either Roman or or Seth. I think it was Seth. I I called him. (laughs) It was Seth Rollins. I want to see that match between them two. Because remember, remember back a few years ago that when um. Seth Rollins was uh, the authority. He had his head down on the mat. Yeah, he was sold about so, stomping until I think that was John Cena that said that stopped it. I think. Yeah, I want to see that match definitely. But this Orton Orton issue, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm actually looking forward to that, and I'm glad you mentioned that because when me and one of my buddies got into a little argument about that because. He's a Randy Orton fan, and I care less about Orton unless he heal because he bores it out of me. My hometown wrestler now. I'm sorry, but he does bore me. I don't think he's one of those wrestlers that should never, ever, ever be faced. It just doesn't work. Never. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. That's cringy. It's, see Randy Orton in the face. Yeah, it just doesn't work. He looks it doesn't like, work. He's one of those guys who like, you look like you don't even smile for any reason. You I don't look like you just wake up mad at the fucking world. That's why are you he's a good, here being a face. Great, great heel. He is. He's great a heel. fantastic heel. I never understood why they put him as face. It just never really worked out. But when he's face, it's just I guess like... Because of AJ Styles and OC, I think that's why they did that. Yeah, so. it's, but when Randy Orton is face, I could give two shits about him. I don't really... I don't really care. But my friend was like, well... He said, Randy Orton's one of the hardest working wrestlers in the business. I was like, hard work at what? He ain't done much. Yeah. He's been there a whole decade, even like many decades. So, but recently, I mean, the dude came up. He came up. He, recently, you know, what has Randy Orton done to deserve a title shot? Other than the fact that he's Randy Orton, 
That was my point. Randy, was Randy Orton. Randy Orton got plenty of title shots. That man don't need no more title shot. That man can. He can. He can leave WWE today, come back and win a title. It really don't matter. That's what my point was. And he was like, "Well, he's the hardest working man in in pro wrestling." I'm like, "He's not even the hardest working man on his roster." Or in his company, I can name five people that work harder than him, and it went on. Uh, so happy. This is why I'm so happy for Drew McIntyre because the man worked his ass off. He did. Drew probably should have won last year, but I think he got in, he got injured. Did he get injured or something? I think he did something like that. But I'm glad that they're giving him that they're finally pulling the trigger. And then I tell y'all, I said it. I said on. I said. I think I said it on a couple of other episodes that Drew McIntyre was going to be the one to win that rumble. And what happened? What did I predict? I said Drew McIntyre was going to be the one to win the rumble and face Brock Lesnar. I'm glad he did, because one of the rumors was that it was going to be Roman Reigns, and I said if they do that, Roman Reigns is going to become public enemy number one. It's going to shift from Seth Rollins. To Roman Reigns, Evening. but he's facing the fiend though. I think Roman's facing the fiend. He is, and at this point, I'm all right with that. Roman hasn't been near a title in a while. Personally, I don't think he should win. I think they should let they should let Bray Wyatt have this WrestleMania moment because he's never had one. Now I I uh I'm on this group called the Steel Chair, right? Mm-hmm. So. I um I put a prediction up. I said uh at Elimination Chamber, Roman Reigns is gonna win the Elimination Chamber. Then he's gonna go on to face um the fiend, but Daniel Bryan's gonna get involved. It's like, uh uh-uh. uh, I wanna be involved in this as well. I wanna go after the universal title as well. So I could go into a triple threat match at WrestleMania. I mean, I would be okay with that as long as Bray Wyatt walks out of there with the win. Because those other two have had their WrestleMania moments. He hasn't. And this would be a good time to have Bray Wyatt go in to WrestleMania looking strong, you know. Yeah. As he always has. He's well. But that strap. Let Let me just talk about this strap match. Oh, this God. strap match was was amazing. I loved it. Bray Wyatt was beating the hell out of Dan Brown with that strap. I could hear it from the – I was up at the nosebleed seats, and I could hear that. Man, I was there's no way in hell I'd sign up for some shit like that. I'd be like – I would. I, no, I'm not doing that. I definitely would. I think it'd be fun. Oh, a strap match? Hell yeah. Why not? Uh, because that shit hurts. I'd rather get hit with a kendo stick than that. Actually, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm scared to get hit with a kendo stick now. I don't know. I'll take a kendo stick. I'm not taking no strap. Not even one lash. Like that. But but the match overall was good. I mean, Daniel Bryan so like a motherfucker. He sold like a like a champ. Um Bray Wyatt like a monster. That's why that's how Bray should be booked. Yeah. He should as be a monster. Booked as unstoppable. 
I like how he gets up and just be like, he just get up in that stance, and just get up in that stance and be like, and tilt his head a little bit, like Kang used to do. That that character right there, let me know that WWE fucked up a few years ago with Bray Wyatt. They've been fucking up by that dude. Probably going to do it again. Probably. Yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, it's not going to hurt him though. It might. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they've it's already gonna... hurt him. They hurt him at the hell in the cell. No, we're not gonna speak on that one. We're not gonna speak on that friend. I don't even want to talk about that. Thing is, people just love him so much they didn't care, but it hurt him. But but we gotta um we gotta move on to the uh with NXT, but um we got Caden Carter, my friend Caden Carter. Uh, very impressive win against Chelsea Green. Uh she beat Chelsea Green with a roll up. Hmm. Uh, big ups to uh, my girl doing her thing on NXT. She's probably a nice person, but she really is. Yeah, I could. I love, I love, I love her character. I, I think she'll be. I think there's gonna be a potential few for her though. I couldn't watch her in the NYC. She but she get, she get, she getting, she getting to her in the groove. She, she actually is good though. She really is good. She went it against might Bill not have been her that was the problem. She it had been Chelsea. She had a match in the NYC against Vanessa Craven, and it was one of the worst matches I have ever seen in my life. It was bad. I don't think it was Lacey Lane, which was her name back then. It looked that was her name. It looked like it was more of Vanessa Craven, but damn. I haven't seen her wrestle lately, so I don't know. I can't speak on her. I'm not going to, because that wouldn't be fair. But Jesus. But she she's on NXT. She's getting that TV time, so I, I'm proud of her. Yeah, good for her. Like I said, she seems really nice. But we're going to get to that meat and, and potatoes of NXT. You already talked about Adam Cole, and you already know about that one. But we want to get to this mate, this uh, Dusty Rose Classic Finals. What happened with Adam Cole? Let's attack! Oh, Adam put, put him through a table. Uh, uh, you know this is not been Adam Cole's week. This is not been these last two weeks have just not been for him. He just had a bad week. He been last- having a bad week. Last week, his nipple got knocked off in the front row by Walter. Walter, Walter now, beat him again. Walter beat him. They beat him worldwide. He knocked his titty off there too. And now he's been put through a table by Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Adam. Tommaso Ciampa sprayed, sprayed a, a yellow X on the table. He had a pen in one hand. I think I think either Will Regal handed Adam Cole with a, a contract. Will Regal eyes are big as hell tonight. I don't know what <laughs> but William Regal's eyes was big as hell. He he was because he was talking to uh, Tommaso Champa. I guess uh 
Adam Cole already signed the contract, so he got to sign the contract. So Tommaso Ciampa was like, if you come down here, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to put you through this table, and I'm going to sign this contract. And he came down there. He came down and Adam Cole was talking stuff. You know how Adam Cole do. Uh-huh. He's talking his stuff. And then they got in. He cheap shot at Tommaso Ciampa. Before he got in, he cheap shot him. And then uh, they, they they scrapped that and stuff like that. And then uh, Adam Cole tried to hit him again. Uh-uh. Nope. Tommaso Ciampa put his ass right through the table. And then he was, I think, uh, Ciampa, Ciampa was bleeding on, on the top of his head. He got a little bit of blood off of his head and he put it on the contract. That's sadistic. But Tommaso Trump is sadistic. Put him, put him, put that uh red, that blood on the, on the paper, just like the fiend did. Mm-hmm. Put that, put that uh blood on the paper. There he is. You got your, you got your uh NXT championship match. And that's getting ready to be fantastic. That's gonna be good. I can't wait. I, if, I, if I go to Florida, I want to go to NXT, but then again, I've never been to WrestleMania, so I'm going. To, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to both. If I got, I just watch it on WWE Network. I watch Takeover on the WWE Network at the hotel or something like that, or whatever, and then go to WrestleMania the next day, and then Raw. I should go to Raw the next day too. We might do that because the WrestleMania is always lit. Always. I think it'll be good this year. I think I think we get a few surprises and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? Raw after Mania is always. Yeah. But we're getting Edge versus Orton at WrestleMania. We're getting Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. We're getting Roman versus Fiend at WrestleMania. We get Becky so, Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the 900,000 22nd time. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I want, I, I'm glad you brought that up. So, what they're saying is is that she's going to face Rhea Ripley. She's going to pick Rhea Ripley as her opponent, and they're going to face the WrestleMania for the NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte? Yes. Charlotte ain't going back to NXT. Watch what I tell you. See, it's been rumored. I'm telling you, it's been rumored. She said, look at her promo on Monday Night Raw. Listen to what she says. I can't listen to Charlotte Flair talk. I can't. I know know that, but I'm saying, listen to what she said, and you'll see what I'm talking about. She said, she just just, just listen to it when you you see it, but you'll understand that. She didn't really mention Becky Lynch. She didn't mention Bailey. She didn't mention nobody. She said she's gonna give her answer when the right time is right. So, yeah, you might, you might get Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Never know, because who, who? Well, you get Bianca. Bianca Belair is facing um, Rhea Ripley at Takeover Portland. Right. So, I. I want to see that match. But I don't see Charlotte Flair downgrading back to NXT. I mean, it's really not a downgrade. Not a downgrade, but for her, considering how they look at NXT, I don't see her going back down. 
I don't see her. Even with NXT, it might be a one-off. I don't know. It could be a one-off. I don't know, but I think what she's gonna do is go for Becky, obviously, and eventually because what I was reading earlier today was um, that Charlotte's gonna face Rhea Ripley, and then Shayna's gonna challenge Becky. So I think they may do it like that, but I'm not really sure. So it, I, it hasn't been confirmed yet. I think what's going to happen is that Shayna is going to go for Becky. Well, Charlotte is going to go for Becky, and then Shayna is going to come for Becky too because there's still that unfinished business at Survivor Series when Becky put her through that table. Where I, was, I, was, I was thinking that Ronda Rousey was going to show up at the Rumble. And That's what I was thinking. Being a triple threat. I see that happening. And if that happens, Shayna Baszler should most definitely win. If they do a triple threat match, yeah, Shayna should win it. Even if they do okay. a singles, Shayna should win. Because I mean, she came in, when she came in the Royal Rumble, I, I was like, yes, please let her win. Please. I knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew the minute Charlotte Flair said, I'm putting my entry into the Royal Rumble. I'm like, this hoe getting ready to win. And then they done the bit where she was outside the ring and she went under the bottom rope. I'm like, yep. Yep, she winning. Here it comes. I knew she was winning. I knew she was winning because the way the way they had to finish and how they had to finish uh set up. It was stupid. I was like, I don't really have any problems with Charlotte Flair. But I get sick and tired of her always winning. I get it. She is their ace in the hole. That's fine. But she is not the only motherfucker you got on the roster. That is. I'm going to tell you everybody out there. I'm going to tell you WWE too as well. Charlotte Flair is not the only woman on y'all roster. Y'all got people like Naomi that had a bomb-ass return at the Royal Rumble. I love she her did. Fro. I was like, yes. Look at that fro. Like, look at that fro. And she did some she did some Kofi Kingston type stuff, man. She usually does. I like she always does pretty good in the rumble. It was nice to see her. I love Naomi. I think I think I think she'll be champion again. And Otis. Motherfucking Otis. Otis. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see him until I looked down at the ring and I was like, oh shit, they go Otis. And I was like, the I was like oh, Mandy, he had the Mandy out. She See, went over the rope. I was like, yes, she's gone. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that, that is damn Otis. Man, if you don't get your ass off that flow. <laughs> hey, he, hey, I love Otis. I, I, love, I, I love him. I liked Otis uh, in NXT. Otis is a fucking trip. He is a, he, everybody loves Otis. Like, like, I was I was I was sitting there like man, that's better than mine and Lashley. Oh god, loads better. Speaking of that, AEW is doing their own version of that, and I was like, they're about to show you how to do a love triangle. Joey Janela, Joey Janela came out of nowhere. I don't know where the hell he came from, but I don't know. He, I came, love <laughs> he came out of nowhere and they started kissing him on the side of his cheeks. He had that look on Joey Janela's a fucking trip. That's another motherfucker. I'm surprised he's still able to walk around. All the death matches that he's done. It's like, how? How are you able to walk around? 
Buddy is. Do you have anything else to add to this podcast before we end it? Yeah, the finals of the. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get to that. Um, well, I kind of, I kind of like they was daydreaming on the first part, but, <laughs> but anyway, um, I mean, Pete Dunn, man, he was fucking James Drake up. Oh yeah, they fucked each other up. I he thought, was beating. I, I thought, thought they was. I thought they was and I thought, this, I thought that Pete, I was like, man, Pete getting ready to switch up. And I said, no, nah, he might not do that. And then that's when he said, he just looks like that. I was like, yeah, that's true. He just looks angry and over it all the time. I told you, I said, I said Pete Dunn got that face that I got. Yeah, Have you does. ever seen, if you ever seen my profile picture, if you ever seen any pictures of me on Facebook, do I ever smile? Nope. That's like my friend Sal. Shout out to Sal, by the way. Sal don't smile at all unless he's taking a picture with his babies. Other than that, he ain't smiling. Sal me mugging like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he got that resting that resting nigga face. Constantly. He don't smile for shit unless he is with his girls. When he with his daughters, yeah, he gonna grin all day long. Other than that, he mugging for what? And I asked him, I was like, man, I was like, you don't never smile. He said, for fucking what? Ain't shit to smile about. Just he said, he said, ain't nobody making me laugh. I ain't got no food in front of my face. My right, baby's right awesome. here. The only way I'd be happy if I got some food or a restaurant. That's about it. It'll make me smile. He said, my baby's ain't here. He said, shit. Smiling for what? <laughs> Just died laughing. I'm like, bro. But I know a lot of people who have that resting fuck you face. But I mean, Matt Riddle, man. Oh, that dude was legit, like legit badass for real. Dude be like, high as hell. Ain't got a care in the fucking world. He's he wanna fight Brock, so he wanna fight. Oh well, actually him and Brock had an altercation. I've got to tell you about that. Him, I'm read about it. <laughs> Altercation in the back, and Matt Real was like, "I still want to fight you, bro." And Brock was like, "Nah, bro, ain't going down." He said, "Quit tagging me or something like that." Yeah, quit Quit tagging me me because we ain't gonna never work together. Work together ever. And Riddle, I "I don't care what you scared, And Riddle said, "I don't care what you say. I'm gonna have my match with you, and I'm not gonna stop until I get it." I was like, see, that's why I fucks with Matt Riddle. He don't give a damn. He looks a badass though, like for he real. Is. And it does kind of seem like that Brock is scared, and in a way he probably should be because Matt Riddle has a legit background in MMA and he probably really could fuck Lesnar up. I want to see that. Like, I want to see that Like, at a SummerSlam or you know, one of the big four pay-per-views. Yeah. Oh, his exact quotes was, I don't care what you say, we're going to have this match. It ain't up to you, no way. I was like, <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> I mean, he's right. He is right, though. 
it ain't nothing he could do to get out of it if it does happen. So he just probably gonna legit probably try to end riddle like for probably. real. And that's not gonna work at all. Love Matt Riddle. I, ever since he debuted in WWE, I was like, this man, this man gonna be he gonna be the one to, to fight Brock and embarrass Brock Lesnar. Watch what I tell you. I always go back and look at that promo. It wasn't a promo, but it was like a video clip of it was Dana White, which Dana White is like the founder of UFC for those who don't know, but Dana White was like, who is going to pay? any? He's Who's going to pay that idiot Matt Riddle money to do such and such and such and such? Then it hot flashes to Matt Riddle in the crowd of NXT before he made his interview and the crowd's like, yeah! And it said, new, it said NXT superstar Matt Riddle and I died laughing. I was like, well... Looks like WWE is going to pay him some money. Who's the idiot now? Yeah. But I'm I'm just waiting on this Matt Hardy arrival to AEW. I'm just waiting. That's, that's going to make me tune in even more. That's probably the only thing that's going to save the Dark Order, but the question is, if it does, is it going to last? Because I want to see that man in AEW. I really do. He ain't even got to be behind the dark order for me. As long as he show up, I'm okay. But but let's get back to this tag team match because it was a lot that went on. But <clears throat> stuff that I can remember, you know, because my mind, I, I I got so much on my mind about wrestling. Royal Rumble, Worst Slide, Raw. I had a whole week of wrestling, so. My mind is whoo. But anyway, um, it was pretty good at that that spot where uh, Riddle uh, went to the. I think he went to the top rope or something. Yeah. And I guess he got caught. Got caught up, <laughs> and they fucked him up. I I, I really I really thought like they were really gonna win that match after that. Yeah. But, oh yeah, I thought they got him too. Damn, that kick, kick, that kick from uh, from Dang I think that was Pete or Pete Dunn or it was that was James Drake, right? I think that was. You mean that done the kick or who got kicked? Because I think they that kick, that kick, that kick from James, James Drake to Matt Matt Riddle was yeah. That was, whoa, whoa! I was like, oh shit. Yeah, they they fucked your boy up, but, but I mean, yeah, that was a good ass match, man. I thought that was thing. I thought that was end game. I was like, God damn it, these motherfuckers came from the UK and won. All right, nope, not gonna happen. I told you. I said you even said it yourself. He was like, man, GYC got this. Was like, man, GYV got this. I was like, man, no. It was but, one of those matches which that had you like on your like on the edge of your seat. I was like, Who? I was tonight. I was like, please, no, 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 no. Because I was thinking, I was thinking like, because they was, you know how they speed up the end of the match, they know who's gonna win or whatever. 
and they sped up a little bit, and then they hit that shit, and I was like, yes, yes, I told you. I said, I said, I told you, friend. I said, P. Dunn just looked like that. He, he just looked like that. He really That's it. Like that. He just looked like that. Unless he he looked like that. That's what he didn't look like that since he came in. He just, he just doesn't. He just, care. just don't. But when he was smiling at the end of that match, he was smiling. He was smiling. He got a They get to challenge UE for the tag team titles, which I hope they win. Oh, they're going to because the fall of UE is coming real soon. It's already started with. It's already started with Roderick Strong. It's on. It's on. It's gonna end with uh. It's gonna end with uh. With Adam. With Adam Cole. He'll probably. I think Adam Cole may go to the main roster. You never know. He probably will, and he'll make it because the McMahon's love him. He'll make it. He'll be just fine. Oh, oh! I just forgot about this too. Before we end the podcast, uh, he's gonna be defending the uh, NXT Championship at WrestleMania too. So I think he he. Okay. I think so. That too. Take over in WrestleMania, I think. Okay. That's an even better reason for me to go. If they defend NXT championships on the card, I will go. Because you know how they did WrestleMania last year? They didn't really have NXT features, so. I mean, they should have a people this year. I don't even remember uh, WrestleMania last year. Is that bad? I do. I do remember I remember the women's main event. I remember that. I remember was that the year? Yeah, White Rock, White Walker Rollins was last year, wasn't it? When he won the IC title, which was really cool. Think I think so. Or was yeah. it when he faced Triple H? Nah, no. Was that yeah, a couple. Years? Was that was that when he faced Triple H? Right. White Walker Rollins is when he won the IC title last year. He beat Brock Lesnar, and I think he just wore an all-black suit. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. But that was the year. That was a the year after the year before that. He that's faced Triple H. Yeah, that's he was the White Walker Rollins. Yeah. No, no, he was. He wore the gold. The gold. Oh, um, the Kingslayer. Yeah, gold is when he faced Triple H. That was the year before yeah. last year. I love that match. That match build up was good. I love that build up. I was so happy to get that figure. I ordered that shit. I don't order nothing. But I like Rollins. He'll he'll face. I like Rollins. He's another one of those people that should never ever be faced. Doesn't work. I mean, it worked a little bit. It worked for a while. It worked but... when he's not getting on the internet saying stupid shit. And it worked. I mean, and he recently said something a while ago, which it wasn't even a while ago. It was like two weeks ago. But he said that w, he said that fans just want to find a reason to complain and a reason to dislike, which in a way he's right, but in a way he's dead ass wrong. I mean, he's not wrong, but what he said about the fans being, you know, fickle or how you want to put it. And I think a lot of fans um, in the wrestling world-wise 
they want to stay. They they want to see things different. They want to see different people get pushed. They want to see different people go to different places. You know what I'm saying? They want to see their favorites get pushed, which is okay. But then that's you think why, about it. That's why I was saying, you know, in a way he's right, in a way he's dead. That's wrong. He's right in the sense because you do have people who are just not happy no matter what you do. You have people who get on the internet for the sake of complaining just to complain because that's just, I guess that's that's what's hot in the streets to do now. Let's get on the internet and bitch about everything and we don't even really mean. So in that way, he is right. However, he's wrong because there are some of us, the majority of us, who have a legitimate gripe. And that's why we complain because we know that WWE is capable of much better than what they're doing and they're just so lax and they're complacent and they know that people are going to watch no matter what the you know fuck they do and they don't you know, why they're so, you know why they're so laid back because remember way back when I know a lot of y'all remember this when WWE bought out WCW and they had that, that invasion angle and then this whole thing, I think it was that Survivor Series or something like that, whatever that was, that they had, they had uh, Team WWF versus Team WCW, and WWE won, and then after that, they just coast on in. They just lay back because they know up. that people are going to watch no matter what they do. Right. And that's a pretty arrogant mentality to have. Right. But at the same time, you got to think about it. Wasn't no competition back then for them. They got some. So that's, why got, that's why they got so, you know, so mellow and laid back. But now they have to step it up because AEW's around. To me, that would be no excuse. You should always strive to be better. You shouldn't just get to a one point and coast. That's not how it should work. In WWE, they've been coasting for a long time. And that's why I was saying, here's where Rollins is wrong because us that have gripes because we know that WWE is capable of doing better. They just won't do it because they know that there are people who are going to watch no matter what. I can't be one of those people anymore. I just, and I hate to be that way, but it's like, I know that you have way better wrestlers on there to where you don't have to use the same five or six people every damn time. Other people catch up in times with pro wrestling. It's almost like they're still stuck in the early 2000s, mid 90s. Or early 90s and 2000s. They haven't evolved and that's what annoys me about them. But then the thing is, um, they keep making the same people champion. Now I can call WWE. I'm a big WWE fan. I'm a main roster fan. I, don't, I, I, I I'm just saying because Fran know that I do watch the main roster, and some things that I will point out that I don't like, and there's things that I will point out that I do like. But when you fuck up, just like I'm never gonna let it go. Just like they put. The title on a 10 year old with Braun Strowman. Are you serious? I knew he was going to bring that up. France still Are you serious? That was like two years ago. 
Oh, you on to that shit. That was like what two years ago. This man is a legit monster. Legit monster. He could be a legit monster if they just book him right. But you book him. They have plenty of chances to do that. They booked you in a match with a ten year old. Why? Even as mad about the ten year old as I was the elimination chamber. Oh, them next chamber was. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. To me, that was worse than putting him to giving the tag titles with the ten year old. I took that better than the elimination chamber, but or him dancing with the new day. But we're not going to discuss that. But I forgot about that. I would like to keep forgetting about that. But I think if they actually build him next, well, after WrestleMania, they should build this man up, like really, because ain't no way, ain't no way. That this man should not, ain't no way this man shouldn't be in the um main event scene. Ain't no way he shouldn't even he should have been in the main event scene. Excuse what I said. I, I meant should have been, not shouldn't have, but should have been in the main event. He should have been a champion. Yeah, he should have been a champion or universal champion a long, long time ago. They should have put the belt on the hottest. He would have still been champion. And they didn't do that. They, a lot, a lot of missed opportunities. And he is one of them. He's probably the biggest missed opportunity. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind, I would, I swear, I would not mind AJ Styles going to that universal title. I would would not. I wouldn't mind it because he never heard it yet. I would. The reason I say that is because he's already been a main champion a few times already. And again, I love AJ Styles. Not a universal champion, though. He hasn't been a universal champion yet. But he's been a main champion. He's been, what, WWE champion, what, three, four times? He's already been a top champion. That's what I'm saying. Right. And that goes. I understand what you're saying, but. I understand what you're saying, but. Yeah. That it should be. That goes back to me saying that they keep putting the belt on the same people all the time. And even though he hadn't had it in like a year or so, maybe, he still mm-hmm. has something. And it's like you, there are other people on the roster that deserve that shine. That's my problem with WWE. It's the same five or six people that always got that shine. And it's like you got other people there who deserve that spot that are capable of carrying the company if you give them a shot. I wonder what Jakari going to feel about this. We say the same shit. He said the same thing about AJ Styles. The same thing about the main roster. He literally the same thing. But again, the thing the difference between me and him is he's not going to be as nice about it. He really ain't. I can't wait to this weekend. He's not going to be as nice I can't as that. Again. Because I want to get his view on this. Uh, well, I know he's going to say the same thing that you said, but I want to get his thoughts on the Royal Rumble and, you know, what he uh, thought about. Him, he already talked about the Rumble. So I, I'm letting y'all know right now, if you're sensitive, don't listen. This This podcast right here, is 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 off limits, you know what I'm saying? We we talk about 
whatever, whenever, however we want to. Free reign around here. If you're a fan of Charlotte Flair, do not listen it's, when Jakari is on here because if you are a fan of 10-year-olds tenning, ten, tag teaming with Braun Strowman, don't listen. Don't listen. If you are a person that loves the Lana Bobby Lashley segment, don't listen. I can't believe people like that. I cannot believe that was the main event for Raw. Ah, really? I, I said the same thing. Really, y'all? Okay, I'm glad you brought that up too. Why? Out of all things, matches. you put what that this? as the main event, and then you got a you got a fire ass six man tag team match: Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins. AOP probably, I think that's what it, who it was, and Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens and the Viking. You could have did that as the main event. That would have. I thought the tag titles was this week. Was that this week? No, well, that was that was last week. Last week, yeah, but that was this week when they were the main event, where Lana and Ruth said, "Yeah, the whole Lana thing was the main event." Were they the main event again this week? I don't think I watched. The main event, the main event was uh, no, no, the, the, um, the, ending, the, the ending was Ordinary Edge, but yeah. that was good. That, that was, was good. great. Raw was really good. Raw was really good this week. Randy Orton back to bitch ass nigga status, and that's where he should be. I'm happy. I can watch. That's the 2000, That's that 2012 Orton. I can and watch him when he's like that. 2009, 2012 Orton, right there. I thought, which I was trying to explain to my grandma when he got hit, when he did the concerto on Edge, she was like, they're going to let him do that. I was like, they're not going to let him hit a man in the head with steel chairs. I don't even think that's steel. That might be like, I don't know what it is. It's probably like some kind of hard type of plastic. I couldn't really tell. But either way it goes, even if it was steel, they're not going to let him do that. And I kept trying to tell her, I was like, if you look at the way Edge, Edge's head was, and you see the way Orton positioned the chair, he didn't hit him. I was like, you know they're not going to let him do that, especially when WWE is constantly being sued for concussions. And this guy just got back from a neck surgery, a neck injury that ended his career for damn near 10 years. You think they're going to let him do that? Oh, it's not real. And you see, every time he took a bump, every time Edge took a bump, he held his head. Yeah. Randy Orton was very careful with how he did that, which is awesome. Because he's the safest. Now, everybody know that yeah, Randy Orton is the safest worker WWE has. He is very safe. Absolutely. I'm just saying, I'm just letting everybody know that out there. Or Orton is the safest worker to work with. If you ever go to WWE, you ever dream about going to WWE, WWE face that guy. Oh, he's a off subject. Kofi Kingston. So he really did dye his entire hair blonde. I told you, bro. I told you. I finally saw the whole thing at the Rumble. I was like, he really did it. Yeah, Kofi. Kofi was um. Kofi was beating. They were beating the hell out of Brock, and then Brock just. I nope. was the Brock. <laughs> 
you know, the first five eliminations, I was like, first two or three, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. Then it got to 10. And I was like, hey, get this motherfucker out of here. And our savior, Drew McIntyre, praise the Lord when he kicked him out of that ring. I, I was like, yes. I yes. hopped off of my damn chair and screamed. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> And I was like, it was a group of people. Like at the rumble, it was a group of people up above me, and I just turned back and started laughing because they face. Yeah. Oh, I know a few a few people's faces was tore up because Brock got eliminated. I was so happy when Drew eliminated him. I I knew he was going to get eliminated because who was it that came in after him? Who came in after Drew? Who was that? That was Kofi, right? Kofi came in right after Drew, right? Nah. Or before Drew? He came in. Before, he was gone. He came in and was gone before Drew. I think yeah. it might have. Drew came out sixteen. I don't know why I remember that because I usually don't remember the number when people come out unless they're like number one or dead last. But number seventeen was Biggie. Number eighteen, I think, was Rey Mysterio. Which his gear was the shit. I was like, hell yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, I love Rey Mysterio uh, attire. Then number 20, I think number 20, I can't remember what number 19 was. But number 20 was AJ Styles. I think. I'm not sure. They got scared out of his boots. (laughs) And then number 21, number 21 was my dude, Edge. I was, I was, I, I didn't think, I didn't expect it was being him because I didn't know if he was going to be there or not. But, man, when his music hit, you think you know me. I was like, no. I was like, no, that's not him. No, no. I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, because I was, I was kind of worried. At the same time, I was worried. About his neck, and I was like, "Damn, he just had another neck surgery. He had two well, he, neck surgeries." Actually. He was being really careful, and you can tell he's still a little like, mm. "I don't know." No. But Brian ran into that shit though. Dave Brian went right into that shit when he when he came back. Man, never say never, right? I mean, if it's possible for Edge to come back, it's possible. There's a rumor that Paige is going to come back. Which, if she does, good for her. I like it's that. Good, good for her, though. I mean, I like Paige. I think Paige um, set the tone for the women's division too. You know, because she was in that in that evolution as well. Speaking so. of that, Becky Lynch's comments. Oh God! And Becky, way- I like girl Becky, but man, why she has to say that? I guess I can kind of understand what she was trying to say and it just didn't come out well, but right. it was the way I don't remember her exact comments but she was like, we want to she said, I'm tired of us being referred to as the women this, the women that and I'm like, what the fuck else are they supposed to call us? That's what we are. What you want to say? The chicks? The chicks match tonight. I don't I don't know. In a way, I kind of get what she was trying to say because if someone else brought this up to me, they were saying that women's P 
people will use men in this industry will use women, you know, as kind of a derogatory derogatory term or whatnot as a way to like demean us, which she's she's right, that is true. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just odd coming from her. Considering the fact that she runs around calling herself the man. And the goat now. And now the goat, which she absolutely is not. But anyway, it's just odd coming from her, especially when she was at the forefront of, oh, women's evolution, and we need this, and we need that. They don't take us seriously. Blah, 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 blah. Now, now you, you want to get rid of the women's term, which I don't, I don't understand, but I see, I see it. But I just don't understand why you had to do that. But anyway. It just sounds um, like some real uber feminist shit. And then NXT actually took the women's, the word women's off the NXT women's title. So now we have two NXT champions. Literally. And this came the next day after Becky mm-hmm. Lynch's comments on backstage. And then she tried to, she got on Twitter and tried to backtrack everything she said. I didn't mean for any action to be taken for taken for the word women to be not used. I'm like, no, 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 friend. You said you were tired of being called women. You were tired of being referred to as the women's this, the women's that. They took what you said literally. So this is actually your fault, bro. Pretty much. Ah. Um I just, yeah, I just, anyway. Um, her and her fiance have just graduated from Clown U. Y'all have graduated from Clown University. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't have a sit the fuck down award tonight, but. Uh, I had one. It goes to Becky Lynch. She's well deserved. And I hate, I hate to put Becky Lynch. I hate to give her the sit the fuck down award, but I hate it giving baby daddy the sit the fuck down award. He can get it too. Yeah, she can get it because you kind of deserve it now. Now we have two NXT champions, which is just fucking weird. I didn't know that was true until they actually announced. I think that was, no, that wasn't at the Royal Rumble. That was at Worlds Collide. Rhea Ripley actually came out and they said, and in making her way to the ring, NXT champion, Rhea Ripley. And I was like, they actually really did it. Yeah. So, so now we got two NXT champions. I was like, does that mean that everybody can contend for Rhea Ripley's NXT championship? And that everybody can contend for Adam Cole's NXT championship? Is that what that means? I don't know. But it, <laughs> like I said, like I said, they should have named it the NXT Evolution Championship, which would pretty be, which would have been pretty awesome. I think they should have did that, but or they should have just but, left it alone. WWE had to mess with something that shouldn't be messed with. Which I but guess what a- she was saying. She was just like, she wants both divisions to be taken equally, and I one thousand percent agree with that. Which that's all they gotta do. Treat both divisions equally. Don't take away the name women. That's just weird. True. So I don't know. My rant is over. My rant. Our rant is over for tonight. Um, 
I want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast. I want to thank everybody for supporting us as well, like I said last time. Uh, I want, I'm going to try to uh, go to WrestleMania this year. Hopefully, I can get to go. Uh, I, I had a good time at the Royal Rumble. It was a great experience. I think you. if you ever, if you've never been to if you've never been to a Royal Rumble, go. Because it's is 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 history making is one of the biggest pay reviews that WWE has. Um definitely on the list. That's for sure. Definitely my 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 goal this year is to go to WrestleMania. That is my goal. Might want to hop on them seats on them seats, friend. I'm going oh trust me, I'm 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 gonna definitely hop on it. But I need money to travel, so Hey. Well, they have travel packages available, I believe. I'm, I'm actually I'm going to be looking at them uh, later on. And if so. you want to do that, then me and my cousin will go half on you and bam. Take hey, care. hey, we can meet up, whatever. Hey, let's have a party. Go to WrestleMania Access. That's definitely that's what I want to do, go to Access. That's what I want to do. Those are part of um, the things, the travel package thing. I think uh I think it's uh NXT Takeover, WrestleMania, um, and Raw, I think. Yeah. And then there's some where she's like WrestleMania Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, but mm, no, I'm not going. Uh I don't th- I don't know who they could put in the Hall of Fame this year. That would be worth going. Uh, Batista, Batista uh NWO. I would love to see Kobe Bryant go in there. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Did he have anything to do with wrestling? Yeah, poor Kobe. Yeah, I mean, it's Kobe, you know, so. Christopher Daniels had a Kobe, had a Kobe Bryant jersey on today. That was pretty fucking cool. All the SCU had one on. Yeah, I was like, man, that was fucking sad. That's so terrible. That's so terrible. Yeah, His, man. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I saw it. But this is this is right before the, uh, the Royal Rumble happened. But the day I was leaving to go to the Royal Rumble, and it happened. His wife, I feel the worst I, for her. Not yeah. only did she does she have to bury her her husband, but she got to bury her daughter too. And the way she found out that they had died had to be the worst possible way to find that out. Oh my God! They said um, Gianna Bryant uh, died in his arms. They he was holding her in his arms. Uh. That's hard. So I couldn't imagine how his wife and his his her her older she, daughter is feeling. She didn't even find out. They didn't notify the family because that's what you're supposed to do first is to notify the family. Right. TMZ released the information that Kobe Bryant had died without notifying the family first. And they were pissed about it. the police were pissed about that. And that's how she had to find out that she lost her husband and her daughter. From TM fucking Z. Why did y'all do that? Y'all need y'all got to sit the fuck down on work tonight. They deserve an MSG flights of seats. Sit the. I hope. I think they're going to suit TMZ. I fucking would. Absolutely. I would. I would. If you're gonna earn my people's death out and we don't know about it, right? It's yeah. like, man, you, y'all gotta go. You that's that's terrible. That's terrible, man. I, I, you know what? Let's just end this podcast right now. But before I get heated again. Before I get heated here. But anyway, 
Um, thank y'all for listening. Uh, we'll be back um, Saturday night to talk about SmackDown. So, um, we'll holler at y'all. Later. Later.